Welcome to the 1111 podcast. I'm so glad you could be here. I hope you're doing well, staying safe wherever you are in the world. Just join me in this present moment by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Yes, we are here. Glad to be here. And uh, yeah, if you have any topic requests, please send those to my inbox at Agent K21 on Instagram and Twitter on Instagram at Agent K21 Podcast. Uh, Let me know what you like to hear. Let me know if you have any requests, if you want to be a feature, if you want to collaborate on your channel or mine, just let me know. Um, And I don't bite, so I'm I'm glad that you guys are reaching out. And today's topic actually is a request. So thank you for leading the way. Thank you for showing how it's done. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on and I hope that everyone is safe and well and just enjoying this time as we prepare for the winter solstice that is coming up on the 21st here in December. And um, also, you might have heard or read about it, but it is also the Christmas star is returning uh, it hasn't been seen since, you know, 400 years ago. The Great Conjunction is coming back. So definitely we'll talk more about that in the near future. But for now, I want to read off this request that was submitted by a beautiful soul. And I'm just going to read off what it says here and uh, get into it. It says, hi, I just started listening to your podcast today and I am so grateful that I came across it. I was wondering if you could do a podcast on karmic partners slash twin flames and how to tell the difference. Thank you so much for your question. Um, Thank you for having the courage to ask that question. I'm sure many people are wondering the same thing. So thank you for asking it. And um, I'm very honored to talk about it. Um, You know, I did an episode on Twin Flames, so if you're not familiar with that, if you're just now hearing that, if you've heard it and you're not really sure what that is, I would recommend checking out the episode titled Twin Flames. That can be found season three, episode 14. Check that out. Listen to that first and um, all the rest of this will make sense. Um, Yeah, so it's a great question. Uh, You know, it can it can be a little confusing on your journey. So as, as always, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Um, you know, the, the way to find your path is to trust your intuition, to trust your own discernment. So, you know, hopefully this will be a benefit to you. But over everything, always trust yourself, trust your internal guidance system. So just just to make sure we're all on the same page, what is a karmic partner? So I'm going to read two definitions of what a karmic partner is. So the first one I found on Instagram says karmic partner is not an easy relationship, yet really hard to let go, brought together to learn a lesson you failed to master in a previous lifetime. Um, Yes and no. (laughs) I agree with that. But I also personally just think that the way the universe works is not really set up on a pass fail regimen it's more of a pass or repeat so um no worries if you know you don't get a lesson one time it'll be there to show up in in till you master it so there's that the other definition also from instagram a karmic 
partnership is an ill-fated soul connection that is meant to mirror your darkest energies and redirect your soul trajectory towards your highest good not before destroying a dying part of you so both of those can be you know um, illuminating definitions and I think there's resonance on both of them Um, but how to tell the difference between a karmic and a twin flame so just a disclaimer disclaimer all soul connections will require a level of karma because our soul is so expansive and so comprehensive that we've experienced and accumulated karma over many lifetimes, over centuries, over eons. So all connections, all soul connections, that is, meaning twin flame, karmic partner, or soulmate, will require some level of karmic lifting. So I just want to distinguish the difference between karma and a karmic partner. So karma is, it's just an energy exchange. It's the output and the input. It's the lessons we learn are the lessons we repeat. Um, And based on what we signed up for in each lifetime, we're given a set of those lessons. Now, it can be a little confusing if you are embarking on or desiring a twin flame journey. Um, And the reason is because the twin flame connection itself has to dismantle a lot of karma, meaning collective karma, societal karma, gender karma, um, karma of your own personal lives and lives together. So there can be a lot of uh, karmic stuff coming up, a lot of human conditioning being purged, a lot of toxic behaviors may be, you know, exemplified and then released And it can be very confusing to say, wait, is this my true twin or is this just a false twin also known as a karmic partner? You know, you might have gone through many toxic relationships and may be wondering, is this a toxic relationship? Is this a karmic partner? What is this? So just kind of narrowing it down, um, in my opinion, the karmic partner is a significant relationship that you will feel a kismet connection with a, you'll feel like you've known them before. You'll feel, you know, drawn to them in a certain way. And um, there's history there. Even if you just met them, you don't know how you know them, but you do. And um, it'll be like very much an outpouring um, of your own soul. So in my own opinion, in my definition, what I've learned from my own journey is that each of these significant soul connections signify a significant part of your journey that you will need to move forward. So for example, what I've learned is that the karmic partner, the purpose of the karmic partner is to teach you how to love someone else unconditionally. Um, And so if you have encountered a karmic partner or if you've experienced that or if you're in one now that's a pretty good indication that you're more than likely um, on the path of a twin flame journey not necessarily but possibly Um, but what I've learned from my you know interaction and it's been decades a decade ago but since I've experienced that the purpose was to learn how to love someone else unconditionally And because we are, most of us are raised and born into a society that is unawakened, we have experienced dysfunctional relationships as the norm. 
most of us were raised in toxic environments. We were raised in conditional love. The path to unconditional love requires removing all those conditions. And when we embark on an actual twin flame journey, it is, an, it is to embark on unconditional love, which will require removing all those conditions and purging all of that. So it can be confusing initially and even during and throughout the duration. It can be a little confusing of, is this person toxic? Is this person karmic? What is this? But the, the difference between a karmic partner is that you'll learn um, a, a really significant lesson. And so I'm going to go through a couple of things that I have written down of things that I've learned on my own journey, and hopefully they will benefit you on yours. Um, but just realize that the karmic partner is is significant, and it's, it's that relationship that kind of defines the odds and is that turning point, if you will, that kind of puts you on a different path. Usually after it ends is when... In hindsight, you may realize that was a karmic partner. You know, for myself, I never knew about any of this stuff. I didn't know the terminology for it. I was just experiencing it. And in hindsight, it was like, oh, that's what that was. But after a karmic partnership ends, it usually plunges you into the deepest part of your psyche and usually plunges you into, um, just integrating parts of yourself that you've disclaimed or that you've neglected it will usher you into loving unconditionally in a different way because it requires a different layer of healing after um so to me the purpose of the karmic partnership is to learn how to love others unconditionally um and because of the society we are raised in we kind of learn it backwards we think that we have to give before we can receive when in actuality, we have to receive before we can give. But we don't know that until we experience it. Experience is the best teacher. So once we experience the karmic partnership, we realize, wait, we've been doing relationships all wrong. We've been self-sacrificing. We've been codependent. We've been in these dynamics that are dysfunctional in nature. But we continue to cycle until we are ready to break it. <laughs> Excuse me. And that's what the karmic partnership is for. It helps you break those occurring cycles that have spanned it for lifetimes. And so, as I see it, there's an order that uh, doesn't necessarily have to happen in this order, but it just based on my experience, it seems to um, manifest in this particular order, which is first encountering a karmic partner or a false twin, karmic partner, also known as a false twin, encountering that, that you can lavish that love unconditionally onto someone else. Then after you experience that, you manifest a soulmate connection. The purpose of the soulmate connection is to receive unconditional love. So after you've experienced this heartbreak of this karmic connection, um, down the road you may manifest someone who will be an instant connection. You'll feel connected with them. You'll be on the same wavelength with them, a similar wavelength with them. And um, they will pour into you all that you poured out. They will help you receive. The purpose is to receive because we cannot give what we do not have. So we have to receive love first. And so after you've been able to give and after you've been able to receive, the next step would be, um, you know, this is your purpose is meeting that twin flame or having that twin flame connection. So you can't really neglect any part of the process 
kind of have to go through each stage and let it um, work through you and percolate through you. And so when you do arrive at, if that is your purpose in this life is to meet a twin, when you meet that twin, the twin flame journey's purpose is to learn how to love yourself unconditionally. But it's hard to get to that place until you have attracted those other two situations first. So um, I'm going to read a little bit of things that I've written down here about the karmic partner. Um, so one thing in my experience, the karmic partner relationship is one sided. There will be imbalances. It'll be a one sided one person, there'll be lack of effort, lack of respect, lack of love. It isn't mutual. It's um, a codependent relationship. It's a manifestation of all the toxic dynamics you've seen and um, attracted to you in one way or another. It'll be unrequited love. It'll be just um, dysfunctional in nature. Another thing about the karmic partners, they may try to change you. They may try to change your essence to match the image that they want um and through that they may manipulate you they may deceive you they may gaslight you they may try to control you um they may also shame you shame is another seems to be another frequency that the relationship works off (laughs) um another thing is that i've experienced and that i witnessed is that the karmic partner may enhance implant or confirm your deepest fears so they may trigger latent fears in you additionally they may bring fears to you that were never yours in the first place so you may start to have a fear of abandonment or a fear of rejection or a fear of being deceived or any of these different things, fear of being controlled, all of these fears that were never initially yours. But based on your connection with this karmic partner, they've brought in new fears in additional to your own fears. Um, so some questions to ask yourself is how will you know the difference and how will you discern the difference between a karmic partner and anyone else is to ask yourself, Do they encourage authenticity? Can you be yourself around them and vice versa? Do you want to see them for who they are and do they want to see you for who you are? Do they help you love yourself more or less? Do you want to see them flaws and all? (laughs) Do you want to change them? Do they try to change you? Do they subtly or not so subtly shame you for your desires? Um... Another question to ask is, are you in love with the qualities about the person or who the person actually is? If you're able to strip away all the things that they bring to you and all the things that they take from you, do you still love them at the end of the day? Do you love them for who they are as a soul or who they are as a persona? Do your values align? Do you guys share the same purpose? Do you have the same mission? Um, Are they trying to convince you that you haven't healed enough? And that's why, you know, you're attracting this type of person. Or are they trying to convince you that once you heal enough, you will be 
opted out of your own desires to fulfill theirs. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see. Some other questions I had was just really diving deep because usually what happens after the experience of a karmic relationship is the dark night of the soul may occur. Um, in my own personal journey, my karmic relationship was um, intense, but it also was pointing me towards my purpose. And how I knew that the conditions were off is because um, the tragedies that happened were supposed to activate me and I could feel that. However, they did the exact opposite. It was always this false start of the latent codes, the light codes that are within all of us. And um, when you meet your true twin, they will actually activate those light codes within you that you'll be just kind of like um, enlightened even more. And so with this situation, with the karmic situation, it was always a false start. It was always an abrupt and... um, it was a it's a pump fake basically it was a pump fake um it's a basketball term for when you act like you're going to shoot but then you don't that's how it felt um so and then if you're just noticing that you are attracting toxic people that may not be a karmic person it may just be toxic energy that you have to filter out yourself um so you can ask yourself questions you know what in you is attracting such people You can review your patterns, review your childhood, review and discover your own traumas and addictions. Think about what you witnessed and experienced in your childhood from your caregivers. Examine your core beliefs um, about yourself and about the world at large. Um, You really just kind of come to an understanding of what it is that you need out of this life and not being afraid to to kind of go for that um some other questions I would recommend or some other tips I'll give you some tips that some some things that I learned from my interaction and from my karmic partner journey for one don't try to dodge the process you know if you're in a karmic relationship it's a lesson that you need to learn you know and the more we try to avoid the lessons the more they repeat so seek the lesson in the pain find the purpose in the pain question yourself why does it matter if they are your true twin flame or not and and really dive into that if you knew that this was actually a karmic relationship what would you do differently how would you treat them differently um really find out why does it matter so much to you and and what does it mean to you what what is the meaning that we are assigning to this person is karmic, I need to end it, or this person is karmic, and I love them anyway. What is what is the meaning we're assigning to it? Um, you know, and some people do end up marrying their karmic partners, and eventually they, they wean off, or not, you know, depending on what lessons we are here to learn. And so I would just say, be kind to yourself, don't blame yourself. You know, if you're in a dynamic that is less than favorable, it's something in there that you need to learn. If you're still in it, if you're going through it, there's a purpose in it. And, um, you know, catching your patterns, catching, okay, the push and pull dynamic, catching the um, the unrequited love, qu- catching all these different patterns that may 
show up, you know, uh, experiencing a lot of abuse in my witnessing it, you know, you see the the blow up fight, you know, the cycle of trauma, you see the blow up fight that will happen. And then the flowers that are given and then it goes back into everything smooth and then everything's not. So finding how to break away from that will require doing things you may never have done, such as setting boundaries, maybe leaving and never returning, maybe, you know, having new friends, all of these different things. Um, but you, you'll kind of be able to know the difference between if it's a karmic partner and if it's just a toxic relationship based on the um, psychic connection that you have with this person karmic partner is going to feel you're going to think that they're your true twin flame you're going to give them the love that you would give your actual twin so it's going to be um it's going to be a lot of outpouring it's going to it may be brutal you know if it doesn't work out it may be um kind of shifting you to a different direction So some tips that I learned in my journey is to see things at face value, to put the situation, person and feelings on mute, and then just observe, what do you notice? Like, not just based on your intuition, not just based on your emotions, but if everything was just on silent, what is actually happening? And that was kind of a a big lesson for me was just to um, not only think, because I feel more than I say, or I can tell what's going on. You know, and even after getting the confirmation of, yes, that was going on, had to pay attention to what else was being said, what was not being said, and um, taking things at face value instead of, you know, making things mean more than they may have. What is this person actually doing? What is this person saying? And, um, you know, it was a big lesson to learn because uh, we come into this life to experience the contrast, you know. So the contrast for me was I came into this life in a, to experience um, boundaries and to experience uh, reality. And so I was planted into a false reality, a fantasy and, you know, lack of boundaries in my upbringing. So therefore, it was a natural process to attract people like this, you know. And so having to learn that lesson of like, wait, what is real? What is going on? You know, paying attention to patterns, pay attention to their patterns, um, finding the lesson in the pain, thinking about what this person is actually teaching you. Um, Because there may come times where you're feeling really confused and really doubting and maybe questioning, is this all in your head? And, you know, the karmic partner is there to kind of trigger those fears, those fears of not good enough or those fears of being abandoned or any of those things that may happen and so really taking that to to own it and to say you know what what am I going to learn from this and just kind of go with the process because you have to trust the process there's no rhyme or reason or way to really know what you don't know until you experience it So if you're experiencing a karmic partner, if you've already have had a karmic relationship, um, you have to give yourself the proper time to grieve because it can take a long time to recover from that. Again, you are pouring into this person what you would pour into, you know, the unconditional mirror that you have of yourself. You're, You're giving them what you would give to 
your true counterpart. And, you know, that can take a lot to process and to, um, to grieve also. So it's not an overnight situation to come through. So definitely be kind to yourself and overall, just trust yourself overall, just follow your own path. Your soul will have the map, you know, you might have friends telling you, Oh, this person's toxic. This person's not good for you. But the thing is, you won't know that until you live through it. And so each part of the process um, is a stepping stone that'll serve you well. So just be mindful of that. Also, just remember that all soul connections will come with a level of karma. So if you're trying to avoid karmic debt or if you're trying to, you know, opt out, it's not really possible if if you've came into this experience to learn and to grow and to expand, which most of us are here for that reason. So I'm going to give a few uh, real life examples of who I personally think are indeed karmic relationships. Uh, so as I mentioned before, sometimes you can actually marry your karmic relationship. So in that case, who comes to mind would be Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Classic karmic relationship right there. Very tumultuous, very toxic, but also very much mirroring what the other had decided to conceal about themselves. You know, when Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown were together, everyone's like, oh, Bobby Brown's a bad boy. Whitney Houston's a good girl. Ah, you know, and it's that it's that polar opposite, that magnetic attraction that opposites attract that brought them together. And we realize, wait, Whitney Houston's not really a good girl. Wait a minute. Maybe Bobby Brown's not as much of a douche as I thought. You know, so you start to think about all these things and you're like, huh, maybe they're more alike than we see. Maybe there's a hidden part of them that we don't know about. Um, So that would be an example of a couple who actually got married as a karmic relationship. But as I mentioned before, fret not if you've met your karmic partner, you're more than likely, more than likely, not always, but more than likely have signed up to also experience a twin flame dynamic. So who I would say, my own classification, who I would say Whitney Houston's twin flame is and was, was um, Ray J. There's this, you know, twin flames usually look really odd together. You're kind of like scratching your head like, why, huh? What? It's because they complete each other. They, the world, the spiritual world is so not what this world is. So it's not going to necessarily look a certain way because it's actually real. And it's actually so far beyond what our minds can really comprehend. So I believe that she actually did get to meet her true uh, twin flame, which would be Ray J. Some other examples I'm going to give of karmic relationships, karmic partners, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, y'all remember that one, right? Very, uh, very tumultuous. But if you recall, after the Justin and Britney thing, the thing about it is karmic relationships, either one or both get hit really hard. And Justin, when he came out with the uh, Justified album, one of my favorite albums, that's when I felt like his music career took off. He distinguished himself from being in a boy band and started off solo and comes out with this bomb, you know, album that just comes out after experiencing such heartbreak. Britney Spears, 
goes through the other side of it. She goes through the dark night of the soul. You know, we're seeing her shave her head off and doing all this stuff that we're like, whoa, Brittany, what happened? You know, and that's because it's this, it's that same, um, it's that same pull of like striking both. It's the, it's the double-edged sword of it. Okay. The next example I'm going to give of a karmic partnership, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. You can always almost tell if it's a karmic partnership based on how, how their trajectory goes after they've split. It's like, whoa, that was a really intense connection there. How have you guys been affected by it? Oh, we see here now. Okay. And so you see how hard and how long it took for them to kind of get over each other and how different they are now, you know, and, um, you see Justin Bieber now and you see him when he was like a kid, you're like, wait, are you even the same person? What happened? You know? And it's because these intense karmic connections, uh, can really change us, you know, they they can really exemplify certain traits of us and, and put us on a whole nother path. So the final karmic relationship I'm going to give, which I feel such a deep connection to them because they were experiencing their karmic connection at the same time, simultaneously as I was experiencing mine. And I was like, whoa, this is wild. It was like everything was lining up and it was just, it was just everything that I had already kind of predicted happening in exact sequence. And so the final karmic partner example I'm going to give is Chris Brown and Rihanna. Yeah, Chris Brown and Rihanna. Um, And if you, her name is not Rihanna, by the way, her name is actually pronounced Rihanna, but that's neither here nor there. This, this karmic connection, um, again, very hard to, to let go very much, um, putting them on different paths, you know, and just how they have changed so much from that dynamic and how universal it was, how tumultuous and how visible their relationship was and their ending was, you know. Um, Not all karmic relationships have to be traumatic or abusive, but often they are. Um, And it doesn't have to, it can be abuse in many ways, you know, psychologically, financially, mentally, emotionally, or physically. And so you see them have this connection disperse and um you know they try to get back together and it's just not working out and it's like you have to kind of move through the lessons or let the lessons move through you in order to uh surpass that that uh connection because again it is a strong it is a strong bond it is a strong psychic connection and is a strong um resonance and so yeah, they had to kind of go through that. And after their split, they really kind of morphed into the people that they are now, you know. And I'm hoping to hear some music from Rihanna here soon. I'm really hoping. I'm hoping, you know, the thing is, I feel like she doesn't have anything to write about right now because she's not going through anything tragic or she's not going through. I don't know her life, but I don't think she's got enough material to write about right now. She's just enjoying it. You know, she's like out on a float in the water somewhere. She's just having fun. And, um, you know, Chris Brown, on the other hand, he's got his daughter now and he's got all these songs and he's had all these legal issues. It's just like 
it's just like night and day what they who they are and what they've experienced and and how they kind of reflect uh, an aspect of each other. So those are my examples. I hope that was helpful. Um, you know, try not to think too much about it. Just go through it with the breeze. You know, if you're still kind of discerning, like, is this my true twin? Is this my false twin? Is this whatever? Whatever you're, you're still might be questioning or wondering, I'm going to leave some links in the description box that may help you and some resources that will hopefully be beneficial to kind of answer those questions to um, walk you through the process to decide, you know, what you need to do or just to figure out. Um, but I, w- I would recommend to not even try to figure it out, to just kind of allow to embrace the lessons, embrace the process, trust the process, and it'll all work out. So I hope this meets and greets you well. Um, please don't forget to subscribe. Also check out the YouTube page that's in the description as well. Um, be well, stay safe until next time.